last four weeks, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, and it's been lots of fun. But today, I felt like the Lord wanted me to put my little pastor's hat on and not go down that little track today, um, but to just check in with everyone and remind us of something, if that's okay. So taking the teaching hat on, putting the pastor's hat on. Um, I'm aware that this week there's just been lots of sickness hitting people and just lots of, as I've caught up with people, like lots of things going on that are just not, not necessarily pleasant things. People are dealing with stuff. If it's not sickness or a health problem, an ongoing health problem, it might be a work situation, relational dramas, um, struggling with like old patterns of behaviour, just like tough things going on in people's lives. And there are also some people who are just powering on the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen? But um, I just love that no matter what we're going through, the gospel is still the gospel. And the gospel works. Even when we're sick, even when we're struggling with things. And if the gospel's not working, then it's not the gospel we're believing. And the gospel is still the gospel for the person in the third world country that has no food to eat today. The gospel, hey? And God is real and nothing can separate us from his love. And I just feel like the Father said today, there's power in remembering what the Lord has spoken over your life. There's power in remembering. Romans 10 verse 17, it says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when you hear God, it births faith in your heart. And I like to think of faith as arms. It reaches out and it grabs hold of what God's promised you. It looks like something. Faith provokes me to action. And when I hear God's voice, it ignites faith in my heart and it propels me forward to take hold of what he's promised. At the beginning of every year, I seek the Lord for direction, for his word over my life. Lots of people do. I encourage you to do that. But over this community this year, he gave a very clear word. And even this week, as I've, as I've faced challenges in my life, this has been the word that he's, he's spoken to me. And so I just thought that I'd remind us, because we all might need it, regardless of what you're facing, what you're going through, whatever your challenges, whether you're burning hot, powering on with the Holy Spirit or whether there's like things going on in your life and you're just like feeling like, oh man, I need some encouragement. I feel like this word from the Lord will cover everyone. And it's Joshua 1.9. And he says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Well, different translation. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So what's the Lord saying to us today? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. 
because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I'm going to say it again. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. There's power in remembering what the Lord has said. And this is the word of the Lord over our community this year. And you know what? When God is silent, when you feel like you can't hear him, the best thing to do is to go back to something that he said to you. What was the last thing he said to me? Establish this in your heart. Let's make sure we're not being fast food Christians, going from one thing to the next. It's really easy to do these days. Oh, yeah, I've got that. I know that. What's the next thing? There is definitely daily bread for us. The Lord has daily bread. But, man, there's also stuff that he wants to camp. He wants us to camp in it until it becomes who we are. So we're going to read a bit of Joshua. We're going to go Joshua 1, verse 5 to 10, and just pull some keys out of this. Joshua 1, verse 5, it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. So some context for this scripture is that Moses had led the people of Israel out of Egypt, out of captivity, and then they had wandered in the wilderness for 40 years because of their disobedience, essentially. And Moses died and Joshua was commissioned by the Lord to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And... This scripture is actually part of Joshua's commissioning. And we can take some keys from it and be greatly encouraged because the Lord has spoken this over our community too. And do you know that there is a commissioning by the Lord to our church community to advance his kingdom here in Darwin? Can I hear an amen? Come on, guys. We're not here by accident. And we're certainly not here just to play church. Can I get an amen? 
I feel like the people in this room, we don't just want to go through the motions. Okay, we're not called for that. As a group of people, we're called to know God and advance his kingdom together. We're called to be light in the darkness, to be hope for the hopeless, to be family for the lonely. We're called to change the culture of our workplaces, our homes and our spheres of influence. We're called to see people saved, healed, delivered, made whole, spirit, soul and body. We are here for a reason. You are here for a reason. So it's no wonder the Lord is saying over us, be strong and courageous. I sense that the Lord is saying to us all, the battle is fierce because the destiny is great. The battle is fierce because the destiny is great. And he's calling us to put our big boy and girl boots on and be strong, even when you don't feel like it. For some of you this week, I feel like the Lord's reminding us that what you focus on, you magnify. What you focus on, you magnify. And Jesus promised that in this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I've overcome the world. When you're facing trouble, difficulty, sickness, whatever it may be, ensure that your focus is on the one who has overcome. If all we're doing is focusing on the trouble, on the problem, on the sickness, if that's all we're talking about, if that has our attention, it will seem bigger than it really is. And my exhortation is that we need to focus on Jesus and in the midst of the storm to praise him to let thanksgiving be on our lips, to lean into him and just watch what happens. All of a sudden you find you have a big, big God and very little problems. Man, look at Paul. Oh, I was reading this earlier today. I didn't even write it in my notes. But man, that guy. 2 Corinthians 11... He talks about what he went through. Far more imprisonments with countless beatings and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from the other things, there is the daily pressure on me, of my anxiety for all the churches. Man, that guy, he went through stuff. And we have a whinge because we have a cold. <laughs> or, or someone's given us a hard time. Man, we have no excuse. 
He was strong because he would not change his focus. His focus was Jesus, Christ in him crucified. And I don't care what I'm going through. I don't care if I'm being beaten. I don't care if people are having false witness against me. I don't care if I'm shipwrecked, if I'm spending a night at sea, if I'm being like whipped 39 times, five times. Can you imagine that? He's like, I'm looking at Jesus. He's the author and the perfecter of my faith. And I'm going to count everything as rubbish and I'm going to pursue knowing him. That's the calling of our lives. And when we let troubles seem bigger than knowing God, that's when, man, we get taken out. And the devil loves to do it. He loves us looking at all our problems instead of fixing our eyes on Jesus and knowing him. Man, I see us as a community that just loses all those buttons for the devil to push. (laughs) A community that links arms and is just pursuing Jesus, no matter what the cost, no matter what's going on. That's what I plan to do. You're welcome to come with me. All right, some keys from Joshua. The first one, be in the presence of God. Joshua grew up in the presence of the Lord. He was Moses' assistant. Exodus 33 verse 9. When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship, each at his tent door. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses turned again to the camp, his assistant Joshua, the son of Nun, the young man, would not depart from the tent. Joshua grew up in the presence of the Lord. He was there while Moses was speaking to the Lord face to face. He learned how to remain in the presence. Let's be people who remain in the Lord's presence. Let's be like Joshua. Two, obedience matters. Verse 7, we're back in Joshua 1. Verse 7, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you and do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Who wants to be successful? Me. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. We're in the new covenant now, praise the Lord. And Jesus has fulfilled the requirements of the law. However, we are called and empowered by his spirit to walk like Jesus. 
to remain in constant love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control because we're filled with the Spirit of the Lord and that's what the fruit of the Spirit looks like. Ephesians 5 verse 8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So do what? Walk as children of the light. It looks like something when you're following Jesus. It should look like something in our lives. Shouldn't it? It should. Otherwise, we're deceived. All right? So let's be people who are being obedient to walking out the walk of faith, to making it look like something. We're not just Sunday Christians. We're Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday Christians as well. As he is, so are we in this world. Let's be, be obedient people who are doing what the Father asks us to do. Number three, meditate on the Word of God day and night. Devour this book. Devour this book. When I don't hear his voice, guess how he speaks to me? <laughs> Through this book. Meditate does not mean speed read so that you can say, I've read the Bible. <sighs> it means to speak, to imagine, to study, to ponder. Last week, the um, encouragement was to, to pray in the Spirit every day. All right, who's been doing that? Good, 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 good. Five gold stars for you guys. Good. There was an invitation from the Lord. It's still there. Pray in the Spirit every day. Watch what happens. Build yourself up in the Spirit. If you didn't hear last week, I encourage you to listen to the podcast because it was good. Um, but yeah, let's be people who are reading the word every day and meditating on it day and night. This is important for our spiritual growth and it's important for us to be strong. For me, what does it look like? At the, at the beginning of the year, the Lord just told me, I want you to read the word cover to cover. Just go through it. Read it cover to cover. So I am plowing through. In the morning, I'll read five to ten chapters. I'm in Job at the moment. And I will read and I will use my little highlighting system. And when I hear the Lord on something, I will stop and I will meditate on it. I will think about it. I will look up other scriptures. I will journal what, the, what I feel like the Lord's saying, right? And then I'll flick into the New Testament and the moment I'm reading Romans. So I'll read one chapter of Romans. That's in the morning. And I do the same. Highlight, read, whatever. And then I'll springboard from there into prayer. Basically praying that what I'm reading becomes my life. <laughs> Asking the Lord to, to form this in me, in my life. Let, it, let my life reflect what you say about me, Father. And then at night... I love to read a proverb or a psalm. And so I will read that and I will pray and that is how I go to sleep with the word of Christ dwelling richly in me. 
And I want to encourage you, you don't have to do what I do. Okay, it's different for everyone. Some people are audio Bible people. Praise God for audio Bible. Don't be like, oh my gosh, I can't read 10 chapters a day. You don't have to. What's the Lord asking you to do? Ask him. How do you want me to read this, Lord? What book do you want me to read? When I've already know where I'm going next after Romans. I'm going into Corinthians. I can't wait. Two days to go. Um, but ask the Lord, what does it look like? Some people are like one verse a day. If you are meditating on one verse a day and you're becoming that, that is powerful. Praise the Lord. Let's be people of the word, hey? Fourth, get ready. The fourth thing, fourth point. Short, sharp and shiny today, people. Joshua 1 verse 10. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. I just feel the Lord saying, get ready. Get ready. Prepare yourself. Are you ready to advance? Are you ready? Are you ready to cross over to the promised land? And it's really hard to go forward when you're busy looking back. And it's really hard to go forward when you're holding on to stuff. It just is. And I just, I acknowledge that it's not easy to let go of some stuff. It's not easy to let go of things when you've been hurt, when you've been let down by people, by family, by even the church. It's not easy, but I feel like the Lord's saying, what's your eye, like, what are you focused on? Are you going to hold on to that or are you going to look at me? And you're going to let me deal with that situation. You're going to surrender that to me. I feel like it's really important for a few people in this room. And it's time to just lay down some things. It's just a little gentle encouragement from the Lord. Just lay it down. Leave it behind. Because he wants to take you into a promised land. He wants you to advance. He wants you to go further than you've ever been before. But there might just be some things that you need to lay down. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I feel like um, hmm. I feel like if hmm, how do we where do we land this, Father? Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit, we just ask that you just be here with us right now. Father, as people, we want to be strong and courageous. And we don't want to be holding on to anything that would prevent us from being ready to possess the promised land. We know that you have promises for our own personal lives. We know that there are promises over this church community. And so, Lord, we just want to be ready. So we just pray that you would take anything that would hinder us from pursuing you, Jesus, with all that we are. Just take it. I feel like there's a grace. There's grace right now to just let the Lord lift some burdens off your shoulders. If you'll let him. You know what they are. There's a grace to just let it go, to give it to him, to realise that you have a big, big God. I feel like there's a few people in the room that You feel like you've done that, but then it keeps coming back. And I just feel like the Father's like, give it, give it to me once and for all. I'm happy to take it. And then you set your eyes on me. And you pursue me with all that you are. That's his heart for you. That you would know him, that you would know the love of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank 